Hello, Haunted Family, Haunted Horrors podcast lovers, paranormal investigators, paranormal researchers, lovers of the unknown, and aliens, and so much more. If you see today's title, then you know what exactly I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about if skinwalkers are real, or if they're a myth, and how they hurt you. What they do to you and their characteristics, what they look like, and their supernatural abilities. So, if you've had experiences or if you haven't had experiences with the skinwalker, with a skinwalker, um, please tell me what your experiences were with a I've never heard of a skinwalker. Or you have heard of skinwalker. And you just don't know what they are. Then I'm going to be telling you what S-walkers are. The Navajo. The Navajo or dying people of North America. Hold deep beliefs in magic and shape-shifting. Exemplified by Yi Narulushi or the S Walker, which is a great example of both this entity, often reduced to often reduced to a mere werewolf, is a mainstay in pop culture, leaving many to wonder: Are S Walkers real? The answer is complicated, as with aliens. There are believers and skeptics, but one thing is certain. Whether or not S-walkers exist is a long-standing question. In fact, archaeological discoveries in modern-day Germany date the contemplation of therianthropes, therianthropes, uh, shape-shifting or half-animal beings back to between... 35,000 and 40,000 years ago. Still, the concept remains a key feature of religion, myth, and the fantastic. Now, if you don't know what skinwalkers are, I'm going to be telling you what skinwalkers are, how they are harmful, and what they do to try to hurt you. Originating from Navajo folklore, a S-walker is a malevolent witch capable of transforming into possessing or disguising themselves as an animal. S-walkers go by different names in different Native American tribes. The Navajo version is called Yi Naraloshi Yi Naraloshi which translate to, with it, he goes on all fours. With it, he goes on all fours. A person who becomes a S-walker by committing a heinous act, like killing a family member, this gives them supernatural powers, allowing them to shapeshift from a human to an animal at will. They often become coyotes, wolves, foxes, or bears. Though they can transition into any animal or any person,
and Navajo society, Eswalkers were blamed for everything that went wrong, such as car failures, bad marriages, sicknesses, sudden death, you name it. Unlike Greek myths or a demon from medieval literature, creatures for which vibrant belief has long subsided and whose attributes are readily cataloged and canonized in Western tomes. The Eswaka does not reside in a text. Now I'm going to tell you about the Eswaka's characteristics and what kind of supernatural abilities they have. Eswaka's are said to wear the skin of the animal they want to become, hence the name Eswaka. Now, you're not supposed to say the real name of the Eswaka. You can see it on the title if you want. But, supposedly, if you say the real name of the Eswaka, which I'm not going to say it, and I'm not going to spell it out. I know I have said it already, but that was a mistake. And I did not mean to say the real name of the Eswaka. But, you're not supposed to say the name of the real name of the S-Walker because something could be listening or watching you and you don't even know it and they could come in through anything. They could disguise as your grandma, your grandpa, your pet dog, your cat, whatever or whoever and you don't even know it. So just don't say the real name of the S-Walker. Which depends on the needs of a task they want to perform. They might become a bear to have a band strength. Note that S-Walkers voluntarily assume this role. It's not a curse like being a role wolf. S-Walkers can also read people's minds, control animals of the night, like owls, call out spirits of the dead, inflict pain and are almost impossible to catch and get rid of. They must continue to kill or they'll die. Accordingly to legend, you can tell if you're in the presence of an Eswalker by their eyes. If you shine a light on one when they're in animal form, their eyes glow bright red. And when they're in human form, their eyes seem more animal-like. To get rid of an Eswalker, to get rid of an Eswalker, you need a powerful shaman or shaman who knows the right spells and incantations to get rid of the to get the Eswalker to turn on itself. You can also shoot the witch you can also shoot the witch with bullets dipped in white ash, but the shot must hit them in the neck or the hand. In his nineteen forty four book Navajo witchcraft, noted anthropologist Clyde Cluckhorn, Clyde Cluck, Clyde Cluckhorn, explored magical traditions of contemporary Navajo people. Specifically, in his book, he he examined the influencing of events by supernatural techniques that are socially disapproved. The author noted that English language translations like witchcraft are useful short shorthand in this case, but they're not perfect.
you can draw similarities between real or imagine or imagine European witches and S walkers. But the Navajo spirit world is undoubtedly unique. Based on his interviews with Navajo people, Cluckhorn pieced together general descriptions of the various forms of witchcraft that existed with Navajo legend. <clears throat> Excuse me. He described Eswalkers as secret witches, mostly male, some female, who keep out, who creep out in the night to take the form of swift, moving animals like the wolf and the coyote. They were said together in four body places to work dark magic and against their victims and engage in various taboo rituals of incest, corpse, corpse defilement, and sibling murder. Now I'm going to tell you about the shifter and the Euro and European folklore. Folklore. European folklore. Folklore. European folklore is rich with its own shapeshifter legends. For example, werewolves, creatures that can transform between human and wolf forms, are widespread in many European folk stories, such as those from France, Germany, and Eastern Europe. Similarly, tales of selkies who change from seals to humans can be found in the folklore of Scotland and Ireland. In, Slo in Slavic folklore, there are stories of vampires that can transform into bats, wolves, and other creatures. Other these entities exhibit transform transformative abilities like S-walkers. The, con con the cultural context Stories and moral lessons from these European shapeshifters differ significantly from those of the Navajo S-Walker. While shapeshifting is a common theme worldwide, skin S-Walkers are particularly particular to Navajo beliefs and narratives and are not found in European folk stories. Now, if you've heard of this movie, um, it's on Netflix, and I've always wanted to see it. And I think it's called S. Walker Ranch. It's on Netflix. I think it's almost two hours long. Um, it's about S. Walkers and what they are and just a lot of information if we don't know what S. Walkers are. S. Walker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch, borders the U the Uintah and Ure Indian res Reservation. In Utah, and is a hotbed of strange phenomena. And is a hotbed of strange phenomena. 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 The cattle ranch has the cattle ranch has spawned a popular book, Hunt for the S Walker. 
a feature-length documentary of the same name and, and a History Channel series called The Secret of the S. Walker Ranch. I think that's the actual name of the movie or documentary on Netflix. If you just type up S. Walker Ranch on Netflix, and it should come up. As the story goes, Terry Sherman and his family gained widespread attention after encountering numerous inexplicable phenomena on their Utah property, famously dubbed S. Walker Ranch, in reference to Navajo legends of shape-shifting witches. The 512-acre ranch in the Uintah Basin has been the epicenter of numerous unexplained incidents such as UFO sightings, livestock mutilations, and other mysterious activities. In 1996, the Sherman family sold the ranch to billionaire Robert Bigelow. Who was significantly? Who was significantly? Who was significantly interested in paranormal activities? Bigelow established the National Institute for Discovery Science, known as NIDS, to investigate the paranormal incidents occurring there. The ranch has since become synonymous with paranormal and UFO-related activities, spurring. So substantial intrigue, skeptic, skepticism, and various investigations becoming a focal point for the researchers and, enthusi- and enthusiasts of the unexplained. In 2016, Robert Bigelow sold the ranch to Brandon Fugel. From encounters with mythical animals to numerous cattle mutilations, poltergeist activity, crop crop circles, sightings of glowing orbs, and even flying saucers, aliens, virtually everything you might call paranormal has been reported at the ranch and surrounding properties, wrote by Austin Craig in Tech Buzz in 2021. Fugel told the publication that there was a 100-year-old history of paranormal activity, including S. Walker sightings at the property. Now I want to tell you about the the Ut tribe steer clear of the ranch. The Unintah and and Uray Indian Reservation is the home of the Ut tribe. At one time, the uh, enslaved some of, enslaved some of the Navajo people, and also drawing with us, with and also drawing with U.S. troops against the Navajo during the Civil War. The result was that the Navajo were expelled. The Navajo were expelled from the lands in the four corner areas. In the four corners area though they had returned later on. The Ut believed that Navajo put a court put a curse on them and left shapeshifters and left shapeshifters among them because of the vile deeds. 
This is why allegedly the Ut will not go near S. Walker Ranch. Previous owners, previous owners of the ranch had reported strange occurrences. Fugel said he bought the cattle ranch in 2016, not believing he would see anything unusual. Six months later, though, he saw UFO activity in broad daylight. Now I'm going to tell you, um, if skeptics believe that s is a real and if they found any evidence to support that, that S-Walkers are real. Skeptics say there was no hard evidence of anything unusual happening at S-Walker Ranch. However, a biochemist who was part of an, invest- of an investigative team there in 1997 claimed to see a humanoid creature in a tree staring down at the team. He fired at the creature with a rifle and it disappeared. It was then he noticed it and had left. A single large print in the snow with two sharp claws protruding from the rear of the mask of the mark going a couple of inches deeper. It almost looked like a bird of prey, maybe a raptor print, but huge. And from the depth of the print, from a very heavy creature, according to history.com, was that a S. Walker sighting. The secret of the S. Walker Ranch The Secret of the S. Walker Ranch, a popular history channel series, follows a team of researchers led by astrophysicist Dr. Travis Taylor as they try, as they try applying cutting edge technology to investigate the 512 acre property to uncover the possible, to uncover the possibly all the worldly perpetrators behind it all, according to the show's website. According to the show's website. Now I'm going to tell you how people study the S. Walker and what they look like and what they find inside uh, S. Walker. Other anthropologists have studied and written about S. Walker beliefs. Excuse me. Over the decades since Cluck Hone's work in the 1984 book, Some Kind of Power, Margaret K. Margaret K. Brady explored the social importance of S. Walker narratives among Navajo children, she discussed the way in which the S. Walker tales function to both serve as childhood ghost stories and echo contemporary Navajo cultural concerns. 
In the 2016 book, Upward, Not Sunrise, anthropologist Kimberly Jenkins Marshall discussed the way S. Walker accounts and beliefs factored into neo-Pentecostal Navajo communities. While it might seem paradoxical, 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 that one might convert to Christianity and retain belief in S. Walkers. Marshall explored the ways traditional beliefs serve, survive in the face of cultural of culture rupture. In the twenty. In the 2007 journal article, Watching Navajos Wash Themselves, anthropologist Sam Pack examined the way often flawed media representation, often flawed media representations of Navajo culture, including the, two, the 2002 movie S. Walkers, clashed with cultural understanding of what it means to be Navajo. Now I'm going to tell you about the cultural the cultural appropriation and the celebration of S walkers. And sorry and sorry come to another key aspect to another key aspect 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 of the media's relationship with the S walker. Cultural appropriation. Pack wrote that the Navajo viewers he questioned generally seemed to enjoy the film S Walkers. Despite some cultural and linguistic linguistic inaccuracies, and yet he also stressed this does not mean that the Navajo respondents in my study did not challenge the rights of both Anglos and non-Navajos to undertake such films. While 2002's S. Walkers was helmed by Cheyenne Arapaho tribe member Chris Iyer and starred a predominantly, a predominantly Native American but non-Navajo cast off other media Incarnations of the S. Walker have come at the hands of non-native people. In 2016, Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling garnered criticism for including an altered version of the S. Walkers in her online stories. History of Magic in North America Critics charged that the series reduced an important and interconnected part of native belief to a mere prop and an Anglo-centric story. Now here are some celebrations of S. Walkers. In the Oregonians coverage of the controversy, however, Douglas Perry pointed to a counter example to a counter example 
of an Anglo author whose treatment of Navajo culture was well received by the Navajo Nation. The late novelist Tony Hillerman was awarded the Navajo Special Friends of the Dina Award in 1991. Hillerman frequently wrote about Navajo culture and Navajo cultural values and even penned the 1986 detective novel S. Walkers, upon which Chris Ayers Chris Ayers' 2002 adaptation was based on. Well, does where does all this leave us concerning the mysterious S. Walker? Many contemporary Native Americans would argue that it its place is in the living beliefs and customs of the Navajo. And that as such it is not necess- and that it is not and that as such it is not necessarily open to interpretation and re- and reinvention by those outside of it. Leave the S Walker to the night. So there you guys have it. This was um if S Walkers were real or if they're a myth. Do you believe S walkers are real? Or if they're a myth. Um, have you had experiences with S walkers? Or not? Um, let me know your experiences down below. I would really, really like to know. Um, if you guys like this episode. Please give it 5 stars. Um, it would I would really appreciate it and it would let me know to help creating make to help me know to keep making more episodes for you guys. Um so give this episode five stars on all of your podcasting platforms. Um and hopefully you guys like this episode of S Walkers. Let me know your experiences down below with an S Walker. Or any other paranormal experiences, I I would really like to know. Um, yeah, and I hope you guys like this episode. If you did like it, uh, give it five stars, and I will see you guys next week for a new episode of Haunted Horrors. Oh, by the way, this is the thirteenth episode of Haunted Horrors. Um, we only have two more. Episodes left of Haunted Horrors, of Haunted Horrors. The last episode will go live the week before Christmas. Literally the week before Christmas. Um, happy holidays to everyone listening, slash watching. Um, I love you guys so much. Um, this year has been so much fun creating this podcast, and I actually never thought I would create a podcast. But I took the chance. I took a chance, and I did it. I started this. I started this journey back in July of this year. So July seventh is when I recorded my first episode ever of Haunted Horrors, which was the Charlie Charlie Challenge. I thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. It was doing more than one hundred and fifty percent. It was doing more than one hundred and fifty percent of. 
my other episodes of Haunted Horrors. And my most shared episode out of all the 12 episodes was my paranormal experience that I saw a shadow. Oh my god, you guys. Um, I hope you guys have been loving this podcast. Can listen to all 12 episodes now. Well, listen to all 13 episodes now, but 12. Um, yeah, I hope you guys like this episode of Your Five Stories. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Watching the podcast, liking the podcast. Um, I can't believe that this year is almost over. It's gone by way too fast, and I've been having so much fun creating this podcast. But hopefully, next year there will be a season two. And oh my god, I'm so excited for next year. If we do make a season two, if I make a season two, I would let you guys know because I really want a season two and. I know you guys want a season two. Maybe. But yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening slash watching. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your love and support on this podcast. It means the world. It means the world to me and me only. Um I will see you guys next week for a new episode. Um yeah. Stay spooky, hunting family, and yeah. Love you guys.